This the remix. Get it out high. Five seconds on the power play. Carlson shoots blocked. Rebound comes on goal. They score! Just as the penalty clock runs out, Evgeny Dodonov at the left goal line. It is Dodonov's 19th. And the Knights have a 2-1 lead with 15-14 to go in the second. Daddy had a breakaway. But a strip and a steal. Knights come the other way. Amadio Carlson down the middle. Shooting save. Rebound. Score! Michael Amadio follows it up. And the Knights take a 3-1 lead. It's uh, the best three minutes of every year. Uh, don't tell my girlfriend that. Uh, the way it takes oh, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, that is the, the... Jared, thank you for cutting that in advance. Kicks off the boards to the right wing side. Lindholm tapping it back. Out to the left side. Goudreau. No look pass right. Lindholm out in front. Stopped. Thompson sliding left to right. Got a piece. Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Dude, shout out to a simpler time in America when all of us were captivated by the California Raisins. The Golden Knights. Got a big win against the Calgary Flames last night. Not only big because of what it does in the standings, but also big simply because they blew out Calgary last night. 6-1, even William Carlson scored a wow. goal. Um, money puck playoff odds. The Golden Knights are up to 53.8%. Boy, what a jump to make the playoffs. What are the Kings? Uh, still 71%. So no, they're not thinking the Golden Knights are going to win out. No change. No real change. No, I mean, the Golden Knights are still on the outside looking in. But if they win out, they're, they're in. They, they control their own destiny. Yeah, they are in. in if they win out. Um, so, yeah, it's just there's a 53.8% chance, which is better than half of the time, obviously. But they're still the that's the ninth best playoff odds yeah. in the Pacific or in the, not the Pacific, but in the Western in the West. Conference. So. They're still considered on the outside looking in, even though they do control their own destiny at this moment. But here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take last night's game and probably go too far with it. But did last night's game, you blow out the best team in the Pacific, the team with the second best record in the West. You get a good goaltending performance. You get actual goals from your star players like Marshall Eichel and William Carlson. And you get goals from death players like Amadio and Nick Waugh. Is last night's game a sign that the Golden Knights can actually win a Stanley Cup this, this year? This is a hot take you came up with. This is a hot take. Uh, yes. Look at you. Yes. Look I'm going to hot you. take it back. I'm going to hot take it back. One, because of Logan Thompson. <laughs> Jared's guy. Called it. Called it. Jared called it. You watched that team last night, and Stone was Stone's second game back, so he'll, he'll have eight more to play. Um get more in tune with who's on the ice in terms of uh, back back in shape. And, I, I mean, Eichel's great. And, yeah, that team last night, put it this way, I think that team last night can. Now they go lose 4-0 tomorrow, and you ask me on Monday, I'm going to say no. <laughs> it's been so great because they, I'm gonna have, waffle. they have been so good and so bad throughout the last couple of months at different times that we've been able to come on here and be like, this season's over, pack it up, they're yeah. done. And now today I'm saying, eh, they, they can, can win the Stanley Cup. Cup. The team that played last night is a Stanley Cup contender. Yes. And the team that played last night, plus potentially getting Riley Smith back at some point in the playoffs, if he's healthy and able to do that, that team can win the Stanley Cup. If they get good goaltending, they can win the Stanley Cup. Right. If they can have their actual good forwards score goals, they can win the Stanley Cup. If they can shut down an opponent from having a bunch of high danger chances, which granted, Calgary had some last night. 
but they can win the Stanley Cup. They dominated a team that has legitimate Stanley Cup chances last night. So you look around Calgary right now. Let's see Calgary, according to Money Puck, has the best odds to win the Stanley Cup. They are Calgary. ahead of Colorado at fourteen and a half percent. So that is a legit Stanley Cup contender that the Golden Knights crushed. They crushed them. last night. But I don't think it's real. I think what we saw last night is possible, but not real for A, the rest of the regular season, and B, for four playoff series. Because A, I don't believe Logan Thompson is going to be this good for the rest of the regular season and And four playoff series, which is what you need to do to win the Stanley Cup. B, I don't believe they're going to keep scoring. Uh, we Much have like seen, they haven't in the playoffs for the last several years. We have seen this year the team not score. And B, I'm giving you a lot of A and B list right here. And B, in the past. Now you need to go to three. I do. Uh, B, in the past, they have not scored in the postseason when right. they've been like fully healthy or close to fully healthy or a lot closer than they've been this year. Like It's been a problem before, and I feel like that will happen again. So I don't believe what we saw last night is, is realistic. Real? Um, it is the ceiling of this team. There's no doubt about that. I don't think they can reach the ceiling enough to be a true B Stanley cup contender <laughs> and number three. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard that in a long time. I do love though, that we can go back to Daryl Sutter's quote from before the yes. game when Daryl Sutter Calgary this guy said, when they have a full squad, they're the favorites to win the Stanley cup. Other than the team that has the Stanley cup, they're the favorites. They have a hundred million dollar payroll, so they have to figure out how to keep twenty out. <laughs> he said that a day before Love they played, guy. and then Love that guy. The, the Flames got crushed by the team. He said was the Stanley Cup favorite. So very big fan of that. Now, even a better quote we said yesterday than when he said, "If you play Colorado, you're, it's an it's eight a waste days. of eight days. It's a waste of eight days." <sighs> Love this guy. That it would be a nightmare for the Golden Knights if they get into the playoffs and steal the wild card spot from Dallas or Nashville and have to play Colorado. And have to play Colorado. That would be. I think that would be the true nightmare because, in, in all seriousness, if this team gets into the three spot in the Pacific and they play Edmonton, they can win. They can beat Edmonton. They can definitely beat Edmonton. And then in the Calgary. I I wouldn't feel optimistic about their chances to beat Calgary. Calgary but, doesn't play well in T-Mobile. But they I don't can, know if they've ever won here. They could. I. They could beat Calgary, and then all of a sudden you're in the Western Conference Finals. Against Colorado. If your first round game is against Colorado, not feeling good about that one. Yeah, not not feeling good, because then you got to go through Colorado just to get to round two. Right. And that's not really going to be ideal. So let me ask you this. To go off, to stick with my hyperbole here and them as, as potential Stanley Cup contenders, if you're picking one thing, what is the most important thing for the Golden Knights to actually make a run at the Cup? Is it A... A. Logan Thompson and or Robin Leonard providing good goaltending. Is it B? B. The defenseman and the forwards too shutting down the opposing team's chances, which has been a problem all season. Or is it C? C. The forwards getting and staying healthy and producing goals. Ready, Jared? Mm-hmm. C. C. Only because Plus the last two years. Minus. <laughs> incomplete. <laughs> I'm going back to the last few years where they couldn't score. They could they they couldn't score goals. It was it was pathetic. They were shooting him into a, what was his name? That I don't I don't even remember the goalie's name. But they were just like, where's his chest? I Thatcher got Dim, Thatcher Dimko two years ago. Is that what it was? Where I mean, it was two just, years yeah. ago when they played Vancouver? It was Thatcher Dimko. Okay, well, who it came was, in the series and was like, I'm not giving up a goal right. for four straight games, guys. 
And the, but it was also, we will aim directly at the dead center of his sternum. Well, they've been doing that since their entire existence. That's always been the problem, is they are... They, they, I don't think there's a stat on it, but I feel confident saying they lead the league in shots into the logo on the goalie. <laughs> they are very good at that. I think the answer is A. A. Thompson Minus. and or Leonard being very Minus. good goaltenders for the rest of the season. Whoever it ends up being, I think that's the number one thing for this team because you can win playoff games in which your team sucks if the goalie is awesome. And this team this team is good enough that if you play a seven-game series against whoever and they're, they're healthy, that they're going to play well in two or three of those seven games, no doubt about it. They probably need a goalie to steal one in every series that they're going to win. And I and if they get that Leonard Leonard, then I think this team could could make I think that would be the most important thing. And that's why I'm not very optimistic that even though we just saw last night that it's going to happen because I do not believe Logan Thompson or Robin Leonard will can provide steal them. games in the playoffs. I can steal one or two, but I also think that they'd give them away. I, I don't think they're going to get consistently great goaltending from either one of them between now and the Stanley cup being awarded. If they were to keep playing that long, I just don't think they're Leonard's too hurt at the moment or something, right? He's looked terrible. And yes, Logan Thompson's looked good for pretty much every time he's been on the ice. I just, I don't believe, I don't believe Logan Thompson is going on a fairy tale run to the Stanley right. cup here as a rookie. Great. I do. Jordan and I have for, for a year you're, and a half. You're the only one who's believed okay, in all this. Jared, right now, since you can't find the audio from two years ago, where there, you, I don't think we captured where the you, you claim you said, I said that they should bench flurry and okay. play Thompson. Okay. That's what you, that's what you claim. You said, say it right now and cut it. Right. Logan Thompson's going to take them to the Stanley Cup. Logan Thompson's going to take them to the Stanley Cup. Say it with some excitement. Logan Thompson is going to take them to the Stanley Cup. Okay. Now, make sure you cut that after the show. And if they're in the Stanley Cup, you'll have it ready to go. You can keep playing. And you can take your victory. That's an A minus. Yeah. A minus. A minus. On air recording and producing so that Jared can take a victory lap. I just, you just can't. It's seven o'clock. You come on the show saying you called it, but. I have the evidence. No, you don't. You have a description that says Jared loves Logan Thompson. That doesn't mean anything. I vaguely recall me saying it. You vaguely recalling it means it probably didn't happen. But if you're going to take the victory lap, you got to have the proof of the victory before you take the lap. That is fair. It'd be like Kansas going on this tour of Kansas after losing the national championship (laughs) game. I, I got it. Also, I still think it's funny that it's like, they're touring Kansas. They're, I mean, they're literally like, I, they're not going to be welcome in Wichita. They're not going to be welcome in like. Yeah, they'll be welcome. There'll be plenty of Kansas fans there. All right. I was just going to say that there's K State. K State hates Kansas. Well, yeah, they're not going to go to Manhattan. They're not going to Manhattan. Kansas. But I'm that sure one, they'll, they'll be fun. They'll, they'll skip Manhattan. I'm sure there are basically plenty just of, hang out in Lawrence. I'm sure there are plenty of Jayhawk fans in Wichita, Kansas. Oh, I know a bunch of. Jayhawk fans who went to Kansas State, they might need to go to Manhattan. They couldn't get into Kansas. Go on campus at Kansas State because yeah, there's all these Kansas fans that are on that are at Kansas State right now. Yeah, we couldn't fair. figure out the ACT. Wait, is Kansas harder to get into than Kansas State? Yes. Oh, like significantly. I mean, enough so that it's one of those like 
it's sort of the difference between going to Missouri and Missouri State. Well, I don't know what that means because I don't know how hard it is to get into Missouri or Missouri State. Missouri State, you need to be able to write your name on an application. <laughs> and Missouri has one of the best journalism schools in the country. That's weird. Like UNLV and Nevada are similar in terms of academics, right? Right. Yeah. It's and harder like, now because of the population and the and the amount of kids to get into San Diego State than University of San Diego. Really? Because there's so many applicants every year for San Diego State. Really? I mean, just, oh, yeah, just not when I went there. I mean, I th- I don't even know if I applied and they called me up and said, you're in. San Diego's private and San Diego State's public? Yes. Okay. But the, but San Diego State's Honors College and all that, it's harder now because they just get so many applications every year. So the, you know, the requirements or the GPAs or whatever have been risen because you have all, the numbers are just out of control. It's all foreign to me. In, Which, this, in Mississippi, they let everybody, you know, can I go can say this college. out loud. Give my Wait, daughter goes you... to the university. <laughs> Wait, I thought Ole Miss versus Mississippi State, like I thought that was a thing. Like that some people couldn't get into Ole Miss. No, everybody can get into either one. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Ole Miss just has like more white collar job like degrees you can go into like Ole Miss has a better law school. Ole Miss is better at most of the like white collar stuff. Whereas Mississippi state has cows outside their campus because they've got a great vet school and they've got a, they've got a better engineering school, but like, that's just the stereotype, but getting into the actual, they're the, so many kids go to Ole Miss from Texas and Georgia that couldn't get into the university of Texas or the university of Georgia. And they still want the like, Division one football big frat time atmosphere, boy. Yeah. Like I that's that they go to old yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Big time atmosphere. SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Like there were probably I probably knew more kids from it, Georgia and Texas than from Mississippi when I was in college. And surprisingly, Illinois. Now that really? one, because the interstate that runs straight up the country goes mm-hmm. basically about thirty minutes outside of Oxford, goes straight into Chicago. So, so many kids from Southern Illinois, it's only like, apparently it's like a four or five hour drive to Oxford, Mississippi. Into Oxford? Yeah. So. Illinois surprise, not Texas and Georgia. Ton of kids from Illinois too. Because Mississippi schools are extremely easy to get into and relatively cheap compared to other major universities across the country. Especially in state? Oh, in state. It's like, yeah, it's free basically. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's gone up in the, in the recent past, but yeah, it was very one of the it's affordable like, yeah it's like unlv was considered cheap too right i mean it's not a very expensive college to get into for people that are like coming from out of state i mean i graduated from it but i mean i haven't made a dent in my student loans but i went to like six different colleges also so yeah. might be your fault all right six colleges two degrees all right <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive all right, we have a six foot classic sub from porta subs to give away right now and You'll be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler from Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. We'll announce the winner of the Yeti cooler at the end of the month. So you get a six-foot classic sub from Porta Subs now and a shot at winning that new Yeti cooler thanks to Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100. We will take caller number five. Bischoff's Briefs. How was the game? Not very good. Have you ever seen a good hockey game? No, me neither. I love sports. I just can't get next to hockey. Bischoff's brief. See, I think Americans like to savor situations. One down, bottom of the ninth. One run game, first and third. Left-handed batter, right-hand reliever. Infield, a double play depth. Here's the pitch. 
Bischoff's briefs. What's going on in hockey? What seems to come out of nowhere? The play-by-play guy is always shocked. Le Petier passes to Huckenshuck, who skates past the blue line. Huckenshuck, of course, was traded from Winnipeg for a case of Labatt's after sitting out last season with, oh my God, he scores! Bischoff's briefs. Coming up in a few minutes, tickets to go see Jimmy Buffett. Stay tuned for that. Also, some breaking news from Adrian Wojnarowski. Paul George will miss tonight's play-in game against the New Orleans Pelicans because he has entered health and safety protocols. So the Clippers will be without their best player for tonight's win-or-go-home game against the New Orleans Pelicans. The winner of that gets the eight seed and gets the Phoenix Suns in the first round. So Paul George not playing Ouch. Already put New Orleans into that game. game. I think you put New Orleans in. Yeah. So Pelicans have a much better chance, even without Zion. I also have a uh, much lower chance of watching this game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Bischoff's briefs today is taking a look at the NFL draft and some mock drafts because fortunately for us, the Athletic and ESPN have done seven round mock drafts. One-round mock drafts are no good for the Raiders because they don't pick until round three. But seven-round mock drafts, those are very fun. Now, the first thing to pick up on in these mock drafts, the Athletic, their third-round pick for the Raiders was Kobe Bryant, a cornerback from Cincinnati. And their fourth-round pick was Danny Gray, a wide receiver from SMU. Meanwhile, over at ESPN, their third-round pick for the Raiders was Matthew Butler, defensive tackle from Tennessee and fourth round pick was Mario Goodrich cornerback from Clemson. Neither the athletic nor ESPN have the Raiders taking an offensive lineman in the third or fourth round, which are their top two picks in the draft. Will you be surprised if they do not draft an offensive lineman with one of their first couple of picks in the draft? I wish I knew more about these guys in terms of their draft and what they look for, but I'll be disappointed more so than surprised because they need to fix that offensive line, and I think anyone in the fifth or sixth round is going to be a much longer shot than in the third round. Which so I guess is, disappointed is more than surprised, because yeah. I don't know how they... We'll see how they draft when we get to the draft. So both mocks had offensive linemen in the fifth round. Kellen Dyche, an offensive tackle from SMU. Spencer Buford, an offensive tackle from Texas San Antonio. The ESPN mock also had them taking another offensive lineman, Ben Brown, a guard from Ole Miss. So... They both had the Raiders selecting offensive linemen, but in the fifth round or later, which I can't. I have a Can hard you find time. find a guy who's going to start in right. the fifth round? I have a hard time seeing a fifth rounder help making an impact and honestly right. making the team at that point, right? Like at that point, are you even making the roster if you're an offensive lineman? Maybe because it's a weak position, but I just have a hard time envisioning that. So. I guess the the offensive line question, it still, to me, just comes back to, are they going to do anything before the regular season? Anything significant, right? If they draft a guy in the fifth round, that's not significant. If they sign another Jermaine Elementor, right, that's that's not significant. I just, I wonder if they're going to do anything significant. And I wonder how the market changes after the draft, right? How teams... For guys who are still out there? Right, because there's still free agents that are available. There's still still free agents that could come in and and start right away for the Raiders. On the free agent market. Not many of them, but there's some that are out there. And I wonder 
we get past the draft teams that, you know, some teams have four or five needs. They drafted two or three guys to fill those needs and they still have a couple of other needs. Does the market then pick up for some of these offensive linemen and are the Raiders involved in that? That's what I'm curious to see because that's probably best case scenario at this point for the offensive line is them making a signing yeah. or, or two on the offensive line. Well, you so, said in the past there's still top 100 PFF guys yeah, there's out there. Four, there's three tackles and one guard that, that are, are in the still top out there. Yeah. So there's still guys you could sign that would be competent starters, would be upgrades on what they have at the moment. So we'll see what that market looks like. One of the other interesting things, so this is this is a seven-round mock draft from The Athletic and a seven-round mock draft from ESPN. Two completely different outlets, two completely different writers doing these seven-round mock drafts. Every player that the Raiders pick between both mock drafts are completely different because they're in the rounds three through seven, with one exception. Both of these mock drafts <laughs> had the Raiders selecting E.J. Perry. E.J. Perry is a quarterback from Brown. And I am... Well, I, car's it, only guaranteed for one year. <laughs> Do Okay, it's a seventh-round quarterback, so it's not anything to get that excited about, right? Like you're hoping the guy is a backup, right? If you take a guy in you a seventh round. hope he's backing up Nick Mullins. Yeah, probably. But like... Is there something that everybody knows that the Raiders love an EJ Brown or EJ EJ Perry? Perry, It could could be EJ Brown from Perry. EJ Perry from Brown, not EJ Brown from Perry. EJ Perry from Brown. Is there something that they know that the Raiders love this kid and they're going to take him? I don't know. I've never heard of this guy. I I wouldn't know that. It's just weird to see two different mock drafts in the seventh round. In round seven, have the Raiders taking the same exact guy, and it's a quarterback that played it. Brown for a team that doesn't need a court. Like is, is EJ Perry going to be better than Nick Mullins? Like there, there just doesn't see, I, I don't get it. It's just jumped out as weird to me that two different people were like, yep, EJ Perry to the Raiders in round seven. They should look to see who blocked for EJ Perry and take that guy. Cause if you're going in the seventh <laughs> round, take another offensive line and say, we like EJ Perry, but his, his guard that blocked from him was even better. So we're going to take that guy from Brown. Do the Raiders need to do what the angels did when they drafted just do 20 nothing pitchers but offensive linemen. and just only draft yes. O-linemen yes. in this draft? That That'd would be, be hilarious. Great. I, w- be great. I would enjoy that quite a bit. So there's your mock drafts. A couple other notes that I found interesting. Um, Aiden Hutchinson's the number one pick Malik Willis on the ESPN mock draft went number two. So a quarterback going number two overall. The Packers using their number 22 pick from the Raiders on Chris Olave, wide receiver from Ohio State. But the local tie here, ESPN mocked in their seven-round draft, Armani Rodgers to go to the L.A. Rams in round seven as pick number 253. And you know what it says there? It says tight end, tight comma, end. Ohio. Not UNLV? No, it's Ohio. I would love to see Armani Rodgers get drafted as a tight end. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think he actually might be good at it. He's apparently impressed enough people to be like, whoa, this Armani Rodgers kid could get drafted while changing positions. I would love to see him get drafted as a tight end. And the Rams, it's not like they've got stacked no, tight ends exactly. there. So maybe Armani Rodgers could make a roster too, even as a seventh round pick. So... Armani Rogers getting drafted, and we find out if UNLV takes credit for Armani Rogers as <laughs> a draft. There'll be a tweet out Listen, immediately. There's Armani Rogers, and then also potentially next year, Jacoby Winman, who was their best defensive player this year, transferred to Michigan, Michigan State. State. 
there's a chance Jacoby Winman comes out and, and is a, a NFL draft pick, and I'd be curious to see if they take credit for Jacoby Winman. We develop both those guys. Yeah. But remember, they, they act like Jacoby Winman doesn't exist now. Right. He transferred, and it's like, who? Jacoby Windham was off the website before he even announced that's, he transferred. That's right. Before he got in the portal. Before Jacoby he got in the Windham portal, he was, off the, he was off the website. They never saw him. Not real. Coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. <laughs> Three, two, one. few times been around those stones, mixed it up in a waffle cone, because we ain't no Baskin-Robbins. What? We ain't no Baskin-Robbins. Excellent, Cassie. We're back to the press box with Grady and Bischoff. Uh, Cassie, I only heard one side of the conversation you had with Jared. Am I supposed to believe you don't know the song Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett? No, I do. I okay. just didn't make the connection right away that he was the singer of Margaritaville. Okay, that's fair. I wouldn't have either. But I was going to say, you have enough white friends that you know Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've been, I've walked up and down the strip a couple of times. <laughs> I do know that song. Okay. And uh, then I asked, and uh, then I asked, um, well, I'll just take the tickets, you know, so he doesn't have to work. At, he could just give them to me. He doesn't have to answer any random phone calls. And he says it doesn't work that way. But then I asked, well, I could call and win them, right? Because I'm not, I'm not an employee. Yes, you. No, yeah, you, you can call and win them. Yes. you can call and win them. But would yeah. you guys still? Would you guys give them to me or no? It's not, my, up on yeah, it's not my decision. Yeah, that's I, not our decision. If your caller number, whatever number I say in 12 minutes, then I, I yes, I don't see why not. Okay, cool. Because I wanted to call one time when you guys were giving away like Portisubs sandwiches. <laughs> we just did that like ten <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah. Oh man. Yes, you can absolutely, no doubt about okay, it. Okay, great. Uh, do you want to go see BTS tonight? No. Why not? Um. Wait a minute. Wait cool. a minute. You're telling me if I gave you a free ticket, you wouldn't go see BTS? Probably, yeah. but not. How, okay, did you talk about your experience already? Because we haven't talked about it. Yeah, it was yeah. great. What do you? Yeah, what do you want to? I know? think I heard you complaining about the acoustics the other day. Oh well, Allegiant Stadium sound sucks. It's a complete yeah, disaster. Tell your boss. Yeah, it's a complete nightmare. <laughs> I can't hear. Yeah. I can't hear anything. Why this. haven't you taken care of that over at Raiders.com? I go as far as toilet seat covers. That's my feeling. You got that done. That's you your got expertise that done. is the toilets. We're excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my uh, inquiries stop at the bathroom. Yeah, no the the acoustics were a nightmare, and I have a slight complaint they weren't directing pedestrian traffic afterwards. But other than that, it was a, like the actual concert was a, it was great. It's great. Where experience. did you park? Did you park there? Yeah, we we paid for parking to park close. There's was it just crazy? Did Brandy have a lot of fun? Oh yeah, she loved it. And guess what? I'm going again tonight. No, they're, you're not. They're going yeah. back. Yeah. That's how much what, she loves it. What did you miss the first time that you have to see again? Well, why not see him again? They're in the city we live in twice or four within two weeks. Why wouldn't we go? She's obsessed with this group. Did she get all the merch? Was she there at 5 a.m. getting the merch? No, she has an actual job, so she could not go wait in line at 5 a.m. She's got to pay my bills. Come on now. Um, <laughs> and when we, when we got there, the line for merch was ridiculously long that we were not waiting in it. Is that what people were waiting in line for at 5 a.m.? Okay, so two, two things. One, potentially, be, but the merch, I don't think the merchandise place has opened up for a while anyways, and you can buy stuff online. But two, they do a sound check, and I don't know how, but you can like get into the sound check. You can watch them sound check on the stage at Allegiant Stadium. So I think the people in line at 5 a.m. were there because they were going to go to sound check and basically get to watch them perform at whatever time. That probably started at 10 or 11 in the morning. 
I again, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know if you if they let a certain number in for free. If you had to pay to do it, I'm guessing you had to pay because they make you money pay for everything. everything. They make money off everything. I do not know the answer to that. So I, that was my guess as to why people were lined up 14 hours before this concert. And they were running started. too. Yes, they were running. They to were get not somewhere. even like they were not even calm about it. They were sprinting yeah. towards the opening. So I don't think there's anything I love that much that I would be in line that early. I don't think Estrus would even wait in line for like a soccer game that early. I mean, oh, yeah. Would he be in line for Canelo? Like a meet and greet? Or yeah, like meet and greet. He, get, he gets, I think he gets to, to take a picture. He gets to take a picture with Canelo. A picture? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, well, that's no a meet way. and greet. No, he wouldn't do that. Well, how much does he really love him then? <laughs> Not 14 hours worth of a time. <laughs> so, uh, no BTS for Cassie Soto. That's unfortunate. I'm, nah. I'm disappointed. Oh, I, just, I don't like huge crowds, but like concerts. Okay, here's another thing. Concerts in, in like a seated arena. I like like GA I, is the way to go. I agree. Would be would be much better, but there's too many people running in at 5 a.m. that I think that would be a disaster. Okay. Could you like dance and have fun at your seat though? Oh yeah, absolutely. Were you dancing? Uh not really, but yeah. <laughs> as as much as a twenty nine year old white man dances to Korean pop music, yes. Okay. <laughs> he was rocking it. <laughs> so no, Maybe no. I, you know what? Now I wanna go just to see see how what your vibe is in there. Yeah. No, it's fine. Listen, do you have like the glow sticks and you're like just twirling it around? That was the that was the one disappointment is they they sell like these the they're not glow sticks, they like are a little ball on the oh, end that they light up and everything. We did not buy one cuz the line was too long, but like 75% of the crowd had one. It's pretty cool. That's like their thing, right? They, I guess. they sell those. Yeah. Purposefully? Yeah, purposefully. And then everybody, they all light up different colors. Can you stuff. imagine the money these kids are making? Oh, unbelievable. I mean, just ridiculous. I mean, to be honest, somehow they're probably not making it. Yeah. And some agency is probably making right. all the money instead. But yeah, the, the BTS cash flow has got to be ridiculous. I mean, just wow. on just on merch alone at that at one concert, it's going to be absurd. It's going to be an insane amount of money. Cassie, how many boy bands could you uh, name if, in fact, Jared played music? <gasps> right now, do it. I, well, I don't I mean, I, no, no, the, no, no, that, no that is not how we do this. Uh, but uh how many next, I mean, you know, next like, week we will I'll get some I'll get it like together. BTS, but. One Direction. In sync. I'm go I'll go can I go old school like in sync, Bad sure. Street Boys, ninety eight degrees, new kids on the block. You could name all those. All of those. Wow. My very first concert ever was a Backstreet Boys concert. How old were you? <laughs> like six. And do you remember it? <laughs> oh yeah, it was at Staples Center. It was incredible. Oh. Wow, look at you! Wow, they were only, yeah. they were play, only playing a basketball arena. Come on, yeah. BTS is playing a football <laughs> arena. It's ridiculous. It's not even close to being the same. And then this was this was the times when um, do you remember Burger King would give away in the kids meals? They would give away VHS tapes. They what? give away what? Yeah, they put you VHS this? tapes. Okay, in... so so Burger King when when Backstreet Boys was like made it big. They did a partnership with Burger King, and they did a. They would give away VHSs with your meal, and it was like a backstage, like behind the scenes of their tour. And one, and at one point, they were all on the tour bus eating Burger King, and they were like, um, "What's their, what's their? I don't even know Burger King's 
what's their special hamburger called? A Whopper? A Whopper. A Whopper. Whopper. Yeah, yeah, Whopper. They're like, Whopper. I want it that way. And singing about Whoppers. How big was this box for the kids' meal if there's a VHS tape in it? huge. How big was this box? I don't know, but I had it forever. And, yeah, it was like a gray cover. And it was their pick. Oh, it was a great, great time. Jeez. You're white, I bet you. I bet you you don't get BTS VHS tapes in your Happy Meal. I mean, I could probably pay for one. They'd probably sell uh, me sure, one I'm somewhere. Sure you yeah, somewhere around, <laughs> I mean, somewhere around the merch tent. If anyone's offering you Korean boys on VHS, <laughs> <laughs> say Cut no. Off. Say no. Uh, oh, no. Cassie, someone did. <laughs> The in our when we were at our seats, the girl that was sitting next to us did ask me if I was forced to go. Did she? Uh yeah, and and because I was one of like four males that were in our entire section. So Is it just all girls just screaming their heads yeah. off. Surprisingly, the age demographic from that concert was primarily twenty year olds. Really? Yeah, like it was not like I did not see. I mean, there were obviously a lot, but I did not see an overwhelming number of like thirteen-year-olds, like teenage s- girls who loved them. Yeah, like surprisingly, it was people that were in that were in their they were adults. They were right. in their twenties. They were Is there that, at that their concert. like target audience? I, I no, was, I thought teenage girls would be. I'm listen. Uh, I'm now under the impression. Any woman of any age is their demographic. Yeah, my daughter's twenty-one, and she—I don't know if she is over the top as much as Brandy, but she's close, and she's yeah. twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. I follow like a forty-year-old mom, and she went. And she put like rhinestones in her hair and wore like this crazy outfit, but she didn't have her kids, so she <laughs> she went by herself. Yeah, I mean, there. I maybe they had kids somewhere, but there there were quite a few women that were in their 40s plus that were at this concert that appeared and to be alone. And they still didn't tip, huh? Wow. What? Apparently people were not tipping at these concerts. That's the rumor going around the interweb. Oh, no. We're, yeah, we're, that, that we're nobody was tipping. It was like the worst tipped event in like Allegiant history or something. Well, they couldn't hear anything, so it, it's not like the service was great. <laughs> did you get Did you get any food where the lines are really long for the construction? We got a bottle of water when we walked in, and that was it. We did not get any food or any drinks or anything because, because yeah. you didn't want to, or you knew the lines are crazy. Uh, line, well, it doesn't mix well with e. <laughs> did you tip on the bottle of water? No. Why would I tip on a bottle of water? I'm not saying you should. Okay. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I walked Because there are up people who think you should. And got no. asked for a bottle the of water. water. The, the no. water is no. And no. Unless they have to do something. But like no, open it? it? They didn't even know. I stood in line, said I want are a bottle of water. your bottle cap? Remember, remember when T-Mobile yeah. Arena was taking our bottle cap? Yeah. Right. They did right. not do that. No, they handed me an unopened bottle of water. And I no, I did not tip the person for reaching yes. into the cooler and grabbing me a bottle yeah. of water and handing yeah, it to no. me. No. I agree with you. And a vending machine would work just as well. <laughs> they should put those in. That'd be nice. I might tip somebody if they, uh, tonight, it actually direct pedestrian traffic out of our way so we can drive out of that place. Did you take the little the little uh, bicycles that light up afterwards? No, we parked right next to the stadium. Oh. You doing that again? Yes. Wow. It was still easier than walking two miles away or whatever. I mean, it's a Friday and it's a date night. Why don't you just get a room on the strip? Make a whole thing out of it. Why would we do that? I don't know. A staycation. A little staycation. Absolutely not. All right. Ridiculous. Mm. We're going to see BTS for a second time. This isn't... We've already done it once. We don't need to do a staycation out of this. 
I got to wake up at 7 a.m. and watch Arsenal play tomorrow. I'm not going to a hotel oh, room tonight. Oh, no. It's way more oh, important. Man. Oh, man. See? Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, going to BTS again. Yeah, see, listen. I, by the way, Cassie, I'll, I've explained it this way. Brandy and I went to San Diego for our 10th anniversary, and she, who hates baseball, went to three Astros baseball games in San Diego. So I have no problem with her wanting to see BTS multiple times when they're in the same city that we live in. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. Now, if we were, we would not be, tra- we might travel to Los Angeles to see them once. We would not travel to Los Angeles multiple times to see them. But if they're in the city we live in, why not? We'll go to mm. it. That's okay. Fine. That's fair. She was, listen, before they announced this concert, like a couple months ago, she had told me multiple times, I don't think I'm ever going to get to see BTS. It's just never going to happen. It's going to be too expensive to get tickets and or travel too far to, away and travel to wherever they are. And then they came here. And right. yeah, we got the. Well, we're them. seeing them twice. Why not? And they added shows. Yeah, let's go. I'm. Is this this is the fine. last weekend, right? Yeah, they play it tonight and tomorrow. Total? Yeah, tonight yeah. and tomorrow, and they're done, and they're gone forever from Las Vegas, most likely. There you go. So that's what we're doing. She's Cassie Soto from Raiders.com. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks, Cass. Thanks. Take care. And now. Hang up, Cassie. It's it's the only way you're going to get your Jimmy Buffett tickets. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett tickets. Jimmy Buffett coming to Las Vegas in October. They had to add a second show. These are tickets to that second show. They go on sale a little bit later today, but we've got another pair for you to win before anybody can buy them. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number 18 at 702-364-1100. You're locked in the press box. And I want to thank everyone for being here today. It's a, it's a bittersweet moment. It's a little bit bittersweet to be here. To be perfectly honest with you, there, there were some bittersweet moments. This, is, this has been a whirlwind. It, it's been kind of a whirlwind. Um, it's just been a whirlwind these last few days. I promise you, it's been, it's been crazy. I would love to introduce my family. My wife, Mary, is here. She's the best player in the family. Had a great career at Furman. I'd like to introduce my family here. Uh, this is my wife, Megan. We met in college. Uh, we were both participating in basketball. She's the real player in the family. Accountability in society has become a bad word. Nobody wants to be accountable anymore. Having accountability and holding people accountable to what is right and what you expect. I don't mind not being the most popular guy in the building. I will hold my players accountable. I will hold my staff accountable. Accountability. 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 All right. Accountability. You hear the word that culture. is a video cut up by Jordan Sperber on Twitter. He went through all of the new bas- new college basketball coaches that get got hired and cut together all of the phrases that every coach says in their introductory press conference. You had accountability. You had introducing the family, saying had, that my wife is the real player. star of the family. You had whirlwind. War, it's been a whirlwind. Yes, bittersweet, and it was bittersweet. It was bittersweet so, to leave. Bittersweet whirlwind uh, with my wife, who's a better athlete. There's still another minute of that. Yes. So, in the past, Jordan Sperber used to every off season, he'd go through every press conference and he would find every coach talking about, "We're gonna play with tempo. We're gonna play fast," because every single coach that gets hired says they're going to play fast. The one exception was Tony Bennett. Going <laughs> We're going to play excruciatingly slow. Who did not say it, but almost every other coach is like, we're going to play up-tempo. So when you get hired as a basketball coach, somebody needs to actually write this out. There is a formula to everything you need to say to have a good press conference, and you just heard about half of it right there. So 
It's easy. Great job. Whirlwind, accountability. Wife's great. And bittersweet. Bittersweet. And we're going to play with Fast tempo. Fast and with tempo. That's what. That's the key there, playing with tempo. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, by the way, I wanted to fill you in on some BTS drama oh, no. that I find to be funny. One of the members of their band was photographed after the Grammys smoking a cigarette. So? Okay. He's Korean. <laughs> and this is a big deal. Is it? Yes. Somebody at one of the concerts they played here took a had a sign, a poster they brought in, and they, they drew the no smoking sign, right? A cigarette with right. a red line and a, a red circle and a line through it. And the member of BTS that got caught on camera smoking was furious with this. There's a clip of him. He has a sucker in his mouth at one point during the concert. Spikes his sucker onto the stage when he saw When he saw the sign? Furious about this. Now, is it the perception that they're all really young and it's a boy band and they shouldn't be smoking? Well, they're all like in their mid-20s, so they're not that young. But I think it's the perception of... I know, I think the perception is, though, that they're... We're the perfect... Yes. We're the perfect boy band, right? Right. We're the perfect group of friends. We're the perfect role models, all that. I think that is where it is coming from. And like, we have never done anything wrong in our lives. Right. Everything's always happy. We love everything. We're perfect. Smoking is bad for that image. I think that's what it is. Yes. So I thoroughly enjoy it because I find it hilarious that A, anybody would be mad at, I don't know, he's 26, something like that. <laughs> or a that would bring in a, bring in a sign and, and draw the sign. Well, the sign I think is funny. Yeah. I think no, I the think sign it's... is funny, and I kind of want to take one tonight. But my girlfriend said I'm not allowed to. <laughs> no, I think the sign would. I think the sign is funny. I think them getting mad and members of their fan base being upset about the sign because people are mad at the person that brought the sign in is funny because I just think it's a funny joke. But they're very mad about it. I also like when people get very mad at things, and I can make a joke about it, which you can do in this situation. Those kids are mid twenties, something like that. I thought they were younger, but that was the perception I had. That's the perception I have of most boy bands, that they're always younger. Um, The oldest is 28. The youngest is 23. All right. So there's your, as of September of last year, so maybe they've gotten a little bit older. Uh, The one that got caught smoking is 25 years old. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's okay. He's all right to smoke. Jared, how long had you been smoking by the time you were 25? Seven years. You don't have to give us a legal answer. No, no, that's true. That's literally that's true yeah. of everything you've told me in your life. You didn't smoke until you were 18. No. And it was literally because I was working a uh, job that the smokers got an extra 15 minute break. <laughs> and I, uh, I would go out there and just <laughs> cigarette. And then our head manager said, if you're not going to actually smoke that, come you back don't in get the break. And that's where it began? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was trying to get an extra break at work. What job was this? I was working at as a assistant manager at a record store. Mm. See. Well, manager was, it... was a smoker, I imagine. No. No, he wasn't. No. No. But he gave no. the extra break? It was a record store. Wow. I assume. Yeah, I assume. We also didn't drug test. <laughs> I'm surprised they cared enough to tell you you had to actually smoke it. Well, I think we had a line that day. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if I was in charge and people smoking had a break, you could take a break to go smoke, 
and somebody was willing to go stand out there with an unlit cigarette yes. in their hand, I'd be like, you're good. You just yeah. stay out there. That's fine. That's creative. That <laughs> yep. Now, did anybody come protest you with the no smoking sign after you started that? I almost got into a fist fight with a guy because I accidentally exhaled while he was pu pushing his stroller in front of me. Oh, no. And he like got right in my face. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Had I seen the small child, I would not have done that. No, children are the worst. They're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Jared. I side with Jared on this. I don't even think Jared's side with Jared. smoke in a kid's face? Not on purpose, but if you're out in public.